All right, welcome to the Proven Path Podcast. I'm here with Duncan Martin of San Antonio, Texas. Duncan, give me a little update of what's going on in San Antonio. San Antonio right now is amazing for us because the economy has been growing steadily. We, we have wonderful things coming to our city, and it's been reflected in our real estate market because... <clears throat> We're, we're a much more modest market than probably what you're used to hearing about. Our median sales price is about 160, 170. But what we have seen since November is those have just exploded. Between 100 and 180 is the sweet spot, and people are just snapping them up like there is no tomorrow. And what do you see as those buyers? Well, I, I think the buyers are finally, they've hesitated enough. And I think now they're getting fearful that things are going to change because they're finally realizing that they're seeing a generational event where interest rates are at historic record lows, prices, home prices are historically low. Now they're beginning to recover in our market and they're beginning to see it creep up and they're saying, wow, now is the time to strike. And they're coming out of the woodwork. Part, part of that I'm sure was driven by the FHA changes that happened last month. And that, that was a frenzy. But even now that both those events have happened and finished, buyers are still signing up and saying, I need to find a house. And not only the first-time buyers, but the move-up buyers. And thank God for the first-time buyers, because now that those houses are going, the move-up buyers are saying, yes, I can move up. And the cycle is being virtuous again and growing. So have you done kind of a market research on how many are first-time home buyers, how many are investors? Right now, our numbers show that the first-time home buyers are outnumbering the investors significantly. That's not to say the investors are not coming in. And I've, I've heard other markets that have are primarily investor-dominated. And that's really bad for the first-time homebuyers because they're the ones who have the mortgages and need the loans and need the assistance. And the investors are bringing cash. And, and so that's, I think that's kind of a bad thing because it's stymieing the growth. But right now in my market is first-time homebuyers, and I'm glad to have them because we're bringing – it's good for the schools. It's bringing in uh, the industries that – are picking San Antonio and Texas in general as a great place to grow because we we have the second largest tech industry in the country right now, which so, floored me. So do you find that there's a lot of tech companies also moving in? Is that what's bringing Absolutely. some of the Absolutely. What, Absolutely. Kind of, what kind of companies are coming in? Well, we have Microsoft mm -hmm. has come in. Uh, San Antonio is head, headquarters for Rackspace, mm -hmm. which is, um, everybody knows Rackspace is phenomenal. We also are experiencing a huge biomedical growth in San Antonio. We have the largest burn center in the country, and the ancillary research people are coming in. Uh, Texas A&M has completed and opened a campus in San Antonio now, so we have UT as well as A&M, and we are just growing by leaps and bounds, which is tremendous. So what are you doing to change your marketing to get to these folks? How are you getting to them? Well, what I did on just out of frustration, we had a first-time buyer meeting. And I, I know you've all done this. We had to lie, cheat, steal, and beg to get them to come in. And basically, I had to feed them to get the first group. But we had 20 the first time. And I just said, I'm not going to waste a lot of your time. I had my lender there, and I had my title person there. I said... I'm a, you're only going to listen to me for 
15, 20 minutes, goes, I'm just going to tell you, right now is the time to buy. You're experiencing historic low interest rates. They have a plethora of mortgage products to get all of you into a house if you want in. And now the market is available. What are you waiting for? Well, I figured they'd just go off and do nothing. Second one was 50. Third one, we had 200. The word of mouth is getting out, and they're like, holy cow, this program, and there's this program, and a whole bunch of programs to get you into the house. And it costs nothing to ask. So when I'm in that investment seminar, or I'm in that first-time homebuyer seminar, and what are you doing to capture my business? Primarily, I'm coming from an attitude of service and you know, prosperity. I'm, I don't like the scarcity mentality, because that's when people get small, mean, vicious, and ugly. And I honestly believe if you're open and willing to share, it will come across to people. And I put my stuff out there, and I ask them to sign in. Sometimes I'll get signatures that say Peter Rabbit, Santa Claus. Obviously, they don't want me reaching out to them. And that's okay. That's, that's their comfort zone. I'm not going to card them coming in. But if I'm giving them good information, if I'm touching them in some way, if I'm able to give them something they can use, whether it's knowledge, access to a mortgage professional, access to a credit repair person, if I can give them some sense of value, I believe they'll come back to me. And I think they have. But if I'm not the right fit for them and they go out to somebody else, God bless them, more power to them as long as they're getting into the house. I think that's great. Do I want the business? Absolutely. But as long as I get it, I'm happy. If I'm a person that has um, attended the seminar and I'm walking away, what am I walking away with? You haven't come after me to say, I want your business, but what am I taking away that leads me back to you? Well, one, they get a package that shows our history, it shows our expertise, and most importantly, it shows our numbers. Because today's young consumers don't care that you've been in business 40 plus years, don't care that you have a whole alphabet behind your name. It was like when I competed in sports, you're only as good as your last competition. They only care about what your most recent results are. So we provide them with the recent results. You know, here's where you can go to see our statistics. Here's where you can go to see our closing. I give them, you know, a link to our YouTube channel so they can see us and get to know us through our presentations. And um, I ask for an email, and I always follow up with anybody who gives me an email with a thank you note, please, you know, if we can ever be of a service. And they go into a drip campaign from there. But, you know, sometimes they don't, I don't have to go through the whole drip campaign, and sometimes I go through it and there's nothing. And where I would like to close 100%, I don't. But as long as I'm out there pitching, I embrace the Babe Ruth mantra, you gotta swing. Sometimes you go for the fences, and sometimes you just go back to the dugout. Understood. If I was to go to your YouTube channel, what's been the most successful video that, that has attracted folks to your office? One of the best videos that I, I had a good time doing that was surprising how the response it got was basically I said, you need a realtor who will be honest and upfront with you and candid with you. Because our experience was on some of the higher price listings, some agents buy the listing where they'll promise you the moon to get it. And then, oh, look, you have to come down, come down, come down, come down. And I just went after that market and just said, basically, don't let them lie to you. And I told them, you know, we'll be very honest. We'll stand by our numbers. And will I be fierce? 
Yes, will I be frightening? Of course, but only from the other side. So, remember, when you see me, come up and give me a hug. We're cuddly to you, not to them. And I thought, well, that's a little much. But the response was, I've, you know, I've been in the grocery market in the mall, and people go, I saw you, give me a hug. I'm like, okay, this is a little strange, but once I get used to it, oh, you saw the video. And it, it's been kind of fun. Excellent. So um, going back to, we had talked about the buyers and what the buyer market's going on and all the folks that you're putting into homes. Let's shift over now, since it sounds like a lot of the inventory is coming back down. Mm-hmm. What are you doing to now try to go after listings? How, what are you changing in your market to get listings? I, I find in the listings that the most important thing we can possibly do to get it is the pre-listing package. To me, that that is paramount. And I actually had to take a refresher with Robert Morris on the listing presentation to help fine-tune our pre-listing package to get it where I thought it was far more effective than it was because we do two things. We give them an intro video first that they plug into whatever, you know. The DVD, the computer, I don't care. I want them to have that first. Then the package is delivered to them. And of course, has our stats. It has our history. It has our philosophy. And it has details, exhaustive details of the market, their neighborhood, their property, their history. Then we close with another video that says, again, reinforcing, why they should use us. All that is messengered to them and a lovely bound printed folder. And the reason I don't give a disposable folder to them that so many do is that gives me another reason to go back to them and touch them for a fourth and final time. And then we have the appointment. And generally by that time, I'm, I have everything signed. I said, and I just bring out the listing presentation and said, Great, you know where, you know, where we stand on your property. You know where we stand on our philosophy and our business practices. I need you to sign here, 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 here. And very often they will. They said, "Well, we haven't discussed price." I said, "Well, let's talk about price." And you know, usually, since that has already been addressed in the pre-listing package by a range for this, they're very comfortable. Well, they'll give me their price, and I'll either say yes or no. And if it's yes, they're thrilled because they think they're right on because I've already established myself as a subject matter expert. And if I say no, they'll say, oh, I said, well, it needs to be here. And they say, why? I said, well, I'm going to refer you back to this page, data chart, whatever it is that's in violation of what I think is the correct price. And they'll say, oh, okay, yeah, you're right. Let's do it. And it's... The pre-listing package is a godsend, and I'm kicking myself for all the years I never used one. Understood. Just to wrap this up, we're here in May at the mid-year meeting, and mm-hmm. I'll probably see you in November at the NAR national meeting. Guaranteed. What is your goal between now and, and November? What would, what would be the ideal situation for Duncan in San Antonio? Wow. You know, <laughs> that, that, that's a hard one because there are many, many, many irons in the fire but I, I, I think my number one goal has to be, unfortunately, I'm, I'm losing my assistant. Um, her husband has a fantastic job 
and, and they're relocating. And I see myself spending many evenings trying to find an assistant to, to help us. And I, I think what I'm looking for right now is somebody who's part real, part virtual, you know, will do most of the work virtually as opposed to being there in the office with me. But I will only need them there part time. So that's that's going to be a hard thing. But as as far as serving our clientele, I'm going to make hay while the sun shines because it's a golden opportunity out there for every realtor and every buyer and seller out there. And I think we just need to get out there and educate them. This is a golden age to buy or sell. Get the lead out and do it. So I take it you go through your business and you have goals that are more self I mean, you have goals that are not number goals. You don't have number goals that say, I want to do X amount of transactions for X amount of money by the end of the year. Are your goals more, you know, balance of life, more? Well, well, they're, they're both because it, in obviously for 2013 and 2012, we sat down in September and October and said, what are the big rocks? What are our numbers? What are the events we have to do? Obviously, things like mid-year and annual and other um, educational events we have to go to. But we're, we're on track right now to surpass our uh, projection for 2013. So I don't think I really have to spend a lot of time adjusting numbers, except upward. And that's I find that fairly easy to adjust upwards. Right now, I think it is more important, and this is for every realtor, you have to establish a balance between your life and your business. And until you do that, this business is going to eat you up. And part of that was being very upfront and very candid and honest with any prospective client. These are my boundaries. These are my expectations. These are what I'm offering you. And when you're very direct with your prospective clients and say, this is what I'm going to do, but here's where I draw the line. I find most of them are absolutely on board with that. Because as long as you say, yes, you are a professional. And I, the point is, I, I, I draw the parallel that we are actually more important to them than their physician or their lawyer. And, and the story, it, the, the best story to tell them is, when you have a migraine in the middle of the night, if you can get a hold of your physician, he's going to tell you to take two hours and get to the ER in the morning. You call your lawyer at midnight, he's going to say, make an appointment and see me you know, next week or whatever. Well, you call me at midnight, I'll say, you need to make an appointment. And they kind of look at me and like, well, don't you work weekends? I'm like, no, I don't, that's for family. I work Monday through Friday and our appointments will be set. Monday through Friday, and they're like, and they're they're a little hesitant. And they're like, well, that's not what the TV shows. No, it's not. But let's think about this. Your physician takes money away from you. Your attorney takes money away from you. I am providing a service that is going to enhance your wealth. It's going to do that or put money in your pocket. Who should you make room in your schedule for? The ones who take money or the one who makes you money? And when I tell them that, they're like. Oh, I get it. And, and it's kind of fun to play with them for those aha moments. 
But but at this point, I I feel very comfortable setting boundaries and directives. Somebody's got to drive that boat, and it's going to be me. That is excellent, Duncan. So if someone wanted to get a hold of you in San Antonio, how would they get a hold of you? The, the, the very best way is always to shoot me an email because I'm looking at my phone. I'm, I'm an attention junkie. Shoot me an email. It's team, T-E-A-M, at R-E Superman. That's R-E-S-U-P-E-R-M-E-N, plural, dot com. And, um, you know, but it's R-E Superman on the web, YouTube, Facebook. Uh, oh, we still have a MySpace page, too. Um, Twitter. Even smoke signals, I'm getting very fluent in those, okay? So you'll find me. Excellent, Duncan. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening to the Proven Path podcast. The opinions expressed here are the views of the hosts and guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of the Council of Residential Specialists or the National Association of Realtors. Thanks for listening to the Proven Path podcast. If you have any questions or topic suggestions for the show, send an email to solutions at crs.com. Mm-hmm.